Welcome back to Backer Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of 1899, episode three, The Fog, written by Yanje Frije and Emma Co, directed by Baron Bo Odar. I gave this episode a 9.2 out of 10. While there were some aspects of this episode that I really enjoyed for the emotional and I feel like we're starting to get to know some of these characters on an elemental way or in an elemental way but there are also parts of this episode that I find extremely frustrating and that's Mutt and Jeff Ike and Tina or as I like to also call them Sherlock and Watson dear god what is it like in your funny little brains it must be so boring but I continue to love the visuals. The music is also still hitting all of their beats. And next week, hopefully, I can start uh, speeding up the 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 episodes as they drop, since we do have five more to go. And I do want to have this wrapped before the end of December. I am intending on wrapping up quite a few shows. We have sped through season four of Barry because a lot of new things are coming to the roster. So definitely want to shuffle some things off the board. But before we do jump into the recap, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, do me a favor, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there. Uh, you can send feedback on any show that I do, including 1899 at blackercouch.gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. Ling Yi has a dream about being contained in a box thrown into the ocean, desperately trying to break free of drowning. She wakes, or is being told to wake up, as two of our other main characters that we have met passengers on the ship she meets mrs wilson and her mother in the dining room and she is told they have an opportunity and that she will join mrs wilson in her room after breakfast and to not keep her waiting oh hi thanks for checking in i'm still a piece of garbage i was surprised at the insight we got to mrs wilson that explains a little bit more um, I guess it it informs a little bit more of why she carries herself the way she does. Her mother says it was all a mistake and that they should never have gotten on this ship. Crestor is out looking for his sister, Ada, who is dead on a slab and being looked over by the doctor who is more bothered that he isn't eating his breakfast like you can't afford to miss a meal. He should be more concerned about the dead child that lost their life in a seemingly natural way, as he concludes. He tells Mara, who perks up that she saw her just yesterday or a few days ago and that she was perfectly fine. And while that certainly doesn't explain or unexplain someone dying of natural causes just because she looked fine a couple of days ago doesn't mean that something unexpected clearly didn't you know killed her 
But this man barely investigated because I feel like later on in the episode, there's a line that they have no blood and he made no mention of that. Like that shit should have been, what? where was Mara at doing the second opinion that, that I told her to do? But he decides to just be sexist, just come out and say it. Have you read Darwin? It talks about natural selection and how that process weeds out the undesirables. You've reached your limit on talking. Shut the fuck up. Just because the species is naturally xenophobic, in my opinion, this is also what leads to unnatural displays of eugenics, which led to the Holocaust. Why Americans thought blacks were property in that we are protecting all the rights of man because black people aren't human and it is also why this idiot makes the comment that women are too emotional to practice medicine as if just asking a basic fucking question is a competence test but then again she didn't do a second look why you ever bring him in, Ike? Nobody said a word. Stuck up for her or stood up for her. Just let her be spoken to like that. I wouldn't expect Franz to do so. And the the second in command, he barely speaks. And when he does, you know, it's just to mimic what the captain has said. You know, our our fake Gerald Harris. Ike tells his officers to say nothing, including to the family. This, this is not okay. I immediately thought this was a stupid idea and that he deserves to be demoted. I don't even know if I like Ike. He's too pig headed for my liking. He reminds me a lot of Ulrich, but at least Ulrich had a missing son, whereas He's just going around with absolutely no, no desire to bring anyone in on his side. And that is what leads to something he had the caudacity to look shocked about. They notice the ship has slowed and upon going onto the deck, they see they have been enveloped in fog and now they have no way to navigate. At this time, people are still superstitious particularly coming from europe like they they truly believe there are ghosts and demons and like they're tangible so i was concerned that things were gonna get a little you know hysterical but it seems at episode three cooler heads are prevailing ike wants them to hold until the fog clears then tells Mora he needs to show her something now he met this woman all of three days ago and you think that she is better equipped to tell you tell all these personal things other than your second in command keep running off just random person excluding your officers Franz wastes no time pointing out this is yet another mistake and accuses the captain of taking them off course and turning the ship around and that he is simply induced with 
booze and grief and he might be a little crazy the second the first mate is what they call him needs to get in his face and let him know he is this close to being thrown in the brig for sanity reasons and they ain't even wrong when jonas realized time travel in dark once again referencing he understood that he could not go around shouting about it he turned off that light and he took his ass home (laughs) and he shut his fucking mouth no one needs to know this i will deal internally with this damage to my psyche ike tells mara his family is dead and died two years ago in a fire that he is seeing his wife and the ribbon that he found was on the prometheus and belonged to his daughter wait i just realized when he said i needed to get a second opinion was that for himself or is it for the dead girl that he didn't give a fuck about (laughs) you would think as a father he would never think to not tell another parent that their child is dead and you're frantically worryingly searching for them she tells him our brain is not reliable everything we see and here are electrical impulses and sometimes me we misinterpret those impulses that sounds like you think i'm crazy but that's like calling the kettle black he was so disappointed in her response before showing her the hidey hole under his bed i tells her i'm going back to the prometheus to find the logbook because i'm telling you this company is hiding some shit and since you can't explain what the fuck is going on after you have seen it with your own damn eyes i need to to find some more evidence and mara once again insinuates herself into the situation i'm going with you below deck the missing ada has caused a panic and now they feel their future is doomed due to the change of course thus creating the perfect cesspool for anarchy and this is totally on you ike Eben and Anker want to put their faith in prayer, but Anker is holding on to that doll real hard like he knows his daughter is dead. Toby isn't about the prayer circle. She wants to actually go search for her sister, and away she goes. Mrs. Wilson has Ying Lee undressed in her room and lay on the bed for a physical examination to confirm that she is clean. And it's here that we learn that Miss Wilson is wilson did i say wilson or wilson clearly friday started early for me as i was saying mrs wilson is a madam not surprisingly many women who wanted to gain power did so and exploited young girls and women this is all part of a cycle in which they themselves are turned from and while my empathies are far more with ling yi at this point in the story mrs williams exterior is not is not unsurprising anymore while why she's vulgar and demanding you were thinking she had this person under her influence which she does but not without her assumption of the other girl's consent when mrs wilson finds out that she is a virgin which is odd considering she was told they were going to send her best girl to accompany her on said trip 
she realizes that she has been deceived however this deception does come with a profit more profit due to her state of virginity and she says i hope you knew what this was before you decided to take the other girl's place and if you didn't well you about to find out and she is to be ready at 8 p.m franz and his second approach him like a man and require ike to give some fucking direction and he just ignores him and says i'm leaving again with this strange person to investigate things on the other ship where mysterious people have disappeared you just wait a goddamn old-fashioned american minute i put in my notes at this point i support the mutineers yes they must indeed act because this man has it, it is the disrespect for me you know i was all about you cannot overturn the captain i'm still i i stand by what i said the first two episodes however i would think that he would be smart enough to bring in at least one or two of his crew and explain what's going on even the things that he can't explain right i think that franz is not unreasonable he may have just agreed to instead of take this shit back fucking sink it and then he finds even more evidence i think that he really even though he said he must act he really took his time acting and he tried to be political about the whole thing before things devolved into where i feel they naturally should have the first mate goes into a circuit and enters in the code or a code that was given by the company the message we saw last episode what the hell does that mean i do not know but there was a humming afterwards the boy in the pyramid hear this sound and escape through a hatch under mara's bed while well okay question when they were in the hatch in ike's room it didn't go anywhere even though clearly he went from one ship to the other and this kid clearly went somewhere through this hatch so is this kind of like a wormhole through the ships while rowing over ike tells mora he doesn't think her judgment is clouded by emotion but didn't think to say it when it mattered especially when he asked her there she admits she had a miscarriage and can no longer have children and she is afraid to go back as she lost everything what is up with the question of do you have children i would think the first thing is are you married (laughs) then do you have children ling yi's mom was a consort herself and her daughter is resentful for being locked in that box hidden away while men had sex with her mama though her mom felt she was protecting her and likely she was men will turn their sexual appetites on a child very quickly she doesn't want her daughter to choose this life but ling yi is determined to have her freedom even at the cost of her morality on deck she hides in a box through the heavy fog her mother can't find her and she is transported back to the tragedy that she left behind turns out 
She joins a grand list of murderers on this boat. And she killed the girl whose place she took. Her name was May May. At this point, I think I was like, okay, I'm confused. They're on her mother's boat. She says, I didn't mean to to give her so much. I just wanted her to put her to sleep. She put the box in the same or the corpse in the same box that she had been hidden away from as a child. So I know that's got to cause some serious dissonance in her brain. Her mother immediately hides her poisonous crime. That is a ride or die mom. That's for that's for damn sure. (laughs) She quickly said, well, that's going overboard. Come on. The body's going next. And she imagines herself being propelled to her death in such a fashion until Oleg opens the box and frees her. He asks her if she's cold. And I'm like, nah, I'm just shivering for no reason. (laughs) Sweetie offers his coat. He takes her to a better hiding place when it's clear. She does not want to be found by her mother who is still calling out for her downstairs that chick with the baby is always talking shit shut up bitch (laughs) granted it's likely so bored and cramped and smelly and ain't nothing else to do but bitch and moan fran shows tovi her sister half died or tells her and then he shows her the body and that was the right thing to do because that's just basic human compassion but if you go tell her a doctor examined your sister you should also include his conclusion was that it was natural unless he just said that guy's full of shit too <laughs> she dramatically carries her sister's body through the ship back downstairs antonio banderas frightens crester who is looking for his sister staring at a cross but not really as Angel explains once again, he can't understand him. But then goes into a rant he also cannot understand about Mask and how his mother made him hide who he really was versus what you are being seen on the outside. Whereas Cresser cannot hide what he is, which intrigues him. Angel begins to fondle him only for Kester, Kester Crester to aggressively give him a hand job through a gate. He's pulling his cock out. Those two are a whole sloppy mess with a whole lot of sexual intensity that I find myself looking forward to each week. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, healthy. At least it doesn't feel like. But it also feels authentic to both of them that seem to be inexplicably drawn to each other. And we know about those connections on this ship. On the Prometheus, the logbook is missing. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. But they do find another one of those rooms under the bed in the captain's quarters. The kid is back in Mora's room just in time for the beetle to make its way in with Daniel who asked, did you find it? Apparently not. So we now know that they're working in cahoots with each other. More information about why Ike is suspicious of the company. 
He said three months ago, three German ships, a fleet were bought by, did he say Henry? Or because didn't the letter say Henry? Henry Singleton held in dock for three months, refurbished, and the ships were decked out with this new communication system that nobody can seem to fucking work. And the triangle is the ship company's sigil. So these are all of the factual clues that you can present to your own crew that would give them a better understanding of what your mindset is. And you actually don't sound insane. Why can't you do that, Ike? How much of this does Mara already know, though? Because she has a pretty guilty face. Shit just got real. Oleg takes Ying lead to his favorite getaway before nervously going to get her something to eat. The fog reaches out and she is back to that night on her mother's boat. Her friend's name was Mei Mei and this was when we realized she was an actual friend and Ling Yi knew exactly what she did because her friend told her, I've already said goodbye to the girls. Look at this beautiful kimono that i got i'm gonna get dance lessons they're gonna give me some art i did my time i put in my work i let this pussy do its job and now i'm getting freedom away from this place and apparently ling yi poisoned her in a fit of jackie i'm jealous of you however she didn't intend to kill her she miscalculated the dosage as she did indeed intend to take her place should I have laughed, but I did, about how her mother puts her clients to sleep as all as well? Sleep now. for you. Mama had more control than you thought. Olet comes back and she feels the need to confess her inner crimes to a stranger who can't understand her, but emotionally can, even if the communication barrier is there, and that is a theme throughout the series thus far. She believes she is being punished for having dreams. Cresta realizes he was getting his dick wet and returning the favor while his sister's corpse was downstairs somehow without you knowing or seeing it go by and begins to attempt to smash the window open so that Ada's soul can escape before breaking down in Tovo's, Tovi's, Tovo's arms the parents, man. Franz seeing the display is ready to take matters into his own hands. And who could blame him? This is absolutely the captain's job. He comes across two more bodies. Nothing like panic, paranoia, distrust, classism, miscommunication, and death to turn this shit sideways. Meanwhile, Sherlock and Watson discover a compartment used for something mysterious they can't explain and wonder. Still, what happened to all those bodies? As it appears, they may have been cremated and that would be some good evidence to bring back. So they sift through the rubble of the furnace until Ike finds a charred passenger list and hides it from Mara who eyed him with a face that says, I don't believe you. Lies, 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 lies! 
there is a high pitched tone or frequency, I think, and it's causing the mysterious deaths. That's my one, my one theory thus far that I have other than the other one I had in the last episode that they might be in some type of, I don't know, <laughs> matrix type of shit. Ying Li returns to her cabin and coldly rejects her mother's apology, but tells her she was right that they should not have dreams. And if no one or if one takes what doesn't belong to them, their dreams become nightmares. And my heart broke for both of them. Lucian, is he a, ju- is it Lucan? It might have been Lucian. Lucan or Lucian, all three will will apply is he a drug addict or has parkinson's was my question i think it's parkinson's he stares at the infamous letter before dropping and hiding his vial from clements how you going out it's a ship he rejects her company i don't know why she keep asking leave me alone Lucien will go with that. Didn't pay for sex, but for company as Ying Li performs her dance, he explains that he has finally achieved what he felt deserved in his life only for it not to matter anyway, because he is dying. He has a seizure and as terrifying as it is, Ying Li offers comfort and that is what he actually paid for. Franz speaking facts to the first maid that it appears something killed the people on the Prometheus and it's now carried over to our ship and is killing passengers on our ship. I think that's a pretty fair assumption. And while the first mate does stick with his captain, it doesn't stop what is going to happen, which is Franz uh, beginning a mutiny, starting down in the lower classes, arming them up with guns toby signs all the way up does franz have no water to clean his face a rag anything because those blood gashes could have been taken care of oleg tries to break for it to warn the captain but is captured and thrown into the hold with jerome it's like it looks like shit ain't going the way you want it either antonio banderas comes into his room and tells romero there's going to be a mutiny which will conclude in them getting back on track to go to america but romero is too busy acting like a jealous housewife he said are you on your period <laughs> it was rude but he was acting like a jealous house bitch wife like what i don't think that it's ever anyone else's fault when you kill someone i, I do you have i, I get understand I may have felt I needed to do this for you because I loved you so much, but you are your own person. You cannot blame your, you can't blame someone else for making you kill a priest. Apparently you're wearing the man's clothes. Um, and the thing of it is y'all, you got, everyone gets faulted in love. He ain't beating your ass. He ain't forcing you. It seems so him being an asshole is what you missed when you was too busy listening to him speak because he do be speaking and i'll be like "Ooh, poppy see i don't even know your language but just keep talking it to me Hey, but now that's two murders and maybe and maybe manslaughter no manslaughter wouldn't be appropriate for ike 
if he knew that there was a problem he just never addressed it maybe slight neglect i don't know because i do think that even if you think something's wrong you never think oh you're going to burn down the house with yourself and our children in it Romeo doesn't take too well to the answer of i am who i am you are who you are ain't shit gonna change i want a divorce you want a divorce i have wings darling i want to fly he decides to do the right thing and tell the captain or warn him i'm like anything to write shit down on a piece of paper y'all motherfuckers know there's a language barrier the captain doesn't understand when he knocks on his door he did hide his hidey hole and everyone comes into his room and there's a mutiny we do find out that his secret is that maura franklin was listed on the prometheus manifest what were you doing on that ship ma'am daniel creeps up tomorrow on the dock or deck not on the dock and he thinks ike is a madman in the fog it's an obvious display of we should we should definitely mutiny <laughs> but she says she understands he is a man who has lost everything and he's like i've lost something too let's stare at each other weirdly before she sees toby with a gun and a whole bunch of other people and realizes what the fuck is going on as stated i didn't get the message from romero because he didn't think to write it down they uh franz just comes in and doesn't say much other than you're not in charge anymore then there's the ending when daniel takes out what looks like a calculator a weird calculator that can shift their keys he activates that compartment we were looking at on the prometheus and it makes the entire uh Kariber, i can't say the name of that boat disappear i think it's safe to say that things are gonna get a lot worse a lot lot worse so already a preacher down there <laughs> ready to incite things finding out there somewhere they're not supposed to be is certainly not going to help things but we'll give some agency to those that believe in the supernatural so lord it been been up but she just seems like a problem just i could feel it i could feel it that's all i have to say about the episode but we do have feedback so let's hop into the mailbag Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to get my feedback for 1899, episode three. Look, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I'm still so lost. (laughs) And this episode did not help at all. Um, We did have a lot more going on in this one and a lot more progression of the different characters and their stories. We got a little bit more uh with it. Was it Ling Yi? Is that um Ling Ling Yi? Um we got her story, a little bit more of hers, um in regards to uh her um her mom being a 
prostitute and her growing up in the life around the life I should say but not in the life and she looks like she it's like so everyone it's like death is is like the connecting tissue so far in a lot of the characters that we're getting to know story we got um what do you say Irk um his um family was killed um uh by the fire and then we have something that went on with Mora and her family you know she's looking for her brother um so there's more to her story and then we saw later on when um Irk went when they both went to the Prometheus again um to get more information so we saw that he happened to find the um passenger list that wasn't quite burned in the uh fire and we see her name on there or at least the name that she's going by um so um what was it was it Daniel in the last episode that <laughs> implied that she didn't look Irish so we got a lot of people that are on the ship assuming other identities um so it seems and so we got that um so we got um Ling Ling Yi. I hope I'm saying her name right. Um so we got and uh so we got Oleg. We don't really know his story, but we have them linking up and then we see Jerome later on because we figured he was locked up somewhere um when uh <laughs> they decide Frank, they decide to uh do the mutiny thing. Um so I figured that it would be it would be him because for some reason the first mate, um, he's not he's still thinking that they should forge ahead, and it seems like he's um sending messages to somebody, so I feel like he's in cahoots with someone that no one is aware of, which is why he's okay with Irk um going along with what Irk is doing, um, because he's playing along with whatever is supposed to be happening um we saw daniel and the boy meet up um and they know each other so there's that mystery that needs to be solved um and oh my gosh it's like this this show is this show is crazy ada um ada um for some reason, the cat Irk wanted to keep her death a secret, which I thought was messed up. I mean, I get it; you don't want to cause panic, but you you know leave it. And I and I also get it about um you know him being the captain and he could just make whatever decisions he want to make. But at the same time, there's I can say that it's jacked up that he's leaving that family hanging. Um, knowing that they are wondering where their child is, where their loved one is, and they're not giving them any info. He's not, he's not giving them any information. And I'm sure a lot of classism is going on there. They're just, um, working class and, you know, not really, as you have put it in regards to turning the boat around or, and all that good stuff. Um, they don't really have a say and they don't really count. No one's looking to them for anything. So, and I'm sure that 
you know, Franck used that frustration um, to aid him in the mutiny that went down at the um at the end of the episode. Um, I'm not I'm not taking anything off the table. I mean, uh, like I forgot to mention, and you guys mentioned about the TV screens. And no, that's definitely not something that should be existing in 1899. And so it's like it's something. It's another dimension. It's a um, um, time travel. It's um, some type of a like um, you had an interesting theory, Christina, about um, a mental institution. But I, I mean, I'm I'm not disregarding any theories at this point since I don't know what the hell's going on so um I just feel like it's gotta be more to it it's it's I don't know especially after seeing the end it's like there's definitely some um (laughs) some uh freaky shit going on uh when Daniel did what he did and what disappeared? I think their ship disappeared, right? Or what did the Prometheus disappear? The Prometheus disappeared because he did some stuff with some, the block, the, whatever he had in his hand. And next thing you know, the ship disappeared. And so I'm like, so that's some supernatural stuff is happening. Um, so I, nothing's off the table for me because I don't know what the hell's going on. So how did that happen? I mean... It's just too bizarre for words. And then this seemed like they want more of for something. And I'm with you about the picture. You know, he has a picture of her. I, I, I'm i like, I, I just can't fathom, I guess, at all. And I'm not going to because it's episode three. And we're meant to be in the dark, no pun intended, in this one. Um, about a lot of things. If people are able to figure out stuff, you know, kudos to them. Not more power to them. They're amazing. My mind is not like that when it comes to TV shows. I can't. I mean, it's only so far. I'm with Mimi. It's only so far my mind's going to go when it comes to these shows. So um, I'm, I do the best I can. Um, my purpose is to... Uh, be entertained and if I learn something and if you know I'm figuring stuff out along the way I'm just trying to have fun with it Um, and that could be even in my frustration about whatever's going on or me not understanding I mean that's part of the fun too so I hope that comes across you know even though I'm expressing I want to know I want to know all that stuff I mean that's a good problem to have I'm I'm fine with the not knowing even though I want to know at the same time if that makes sense um so that just keeps me coming back which is great so I mean if that's the purpose of the show then it's got me hooked because I'm gonna keep wanting to come back to learn more and learn more and that is the trap that is how mystery works and it is and also how it works is we are meant to be a little bit frustrated and want to know, want to know. That's the whole point of it. Um, and I'm just expressing that <laughs> in my own way. Yeah, I like y'all theory on Crestor and um, Angel. I think it was Mimi that was saying that uh, maybe his sister, him and his sister, like his sister 
Um, he got into some stuff and his sister had to bail him out. And then she ended up getting into the you know situation she's in with her pregnancy because of her brother. I like that theory. It seems to line up with what we've been, what we've seen so far. Because he seems to be easily seduced into situations. So um, very interesting how that's going to turn out. Um, we got Romero, um, not so happy with angels, um, seeking out the, uh, other men in this situation. And we got Lucien who looks like he has epilepsy or cause he's having seizures and he's supposed to be taking medication, but he's hiding it. He's hiding his condition from everybody, even his wife for some reason, um, so enough to where he didn't want him to, her to know that he's taking medication. So much to unfold as we continue on this journey. Um, but I definitely like this one a lot better than episode two. Um, well, I'm off at my limit until next time. Much love, peace and black on magic. Queen of the couch. Shy. Thank you, Queen Shy, for your thoughts on the episode. I don't have too much to add other than I thought your viewpoint on uh, how you ingest the show uh, was very well said and something definitely to keep in mind, um, particularly as I'm always in consistently in analytical mode, but um, definitely uh, thought you brought a fresh pers- perspective to that. I thought it was the Prometheus that disappeared as well. But when I went back and watched, because I really wasn't sure, the ship remaining didn't have any lights versus the one that disappeared. So I'm going to guess that's the one that has all of our passengers on it. But I suppose we'll we'll get that clarified next episode. And you're right. It could be epilepsy. I didn't even think of that. I just immediately went to Parkinson's because I'm watching an interview with a vampire and the shaking of the hands is a common symptom of Parkinson's. But epilepsy could also very much be uh, what he is suffering from because I didn't take into the account the seizures. And I'm not as medically up to date to know if that is a particular uh, symptom of Parkinson's, but certainly of, of epilepsy. Uh, since we are going one by one to get everyone's individual tale, even two a little bit, it seems that eventually we will get the answer to that question. But that's probably one of the bigger mysteries in Clement. And I think that they may be s- saving that for, I mean, because I do think those are far more attractive storylines than the one that's going on with Mara and Ike right now. And because their actions make them so very, you know, I guess we're we're following them as they're getting into the mystery of it all. They're doing it in such a manner that it, it doesn't endear the audience, at least for me, to following them. So it was nice to see us focusing on some of the other guests that are a little bit more digestible. Uh, and my only last theory to put before we do wrap up the mailbag is, yeah, I think I'm just going to add on to futuristic because I am open to anything as well now that that's been introduced. But I'm going to go with pu- futuristic just to build on what I already did. Mental institution in another dimension or maybe purgatory. <laughs> 
one or the other but i do i'm gonna go with mental institution in a few in the future or future dimension that's that's all i got i don't know who's be figuring this out shit this fucking quick because i definitely don't have a grasp of exactly what's going on but you're right about what is the connective tissue it does seem to be loss but thus far we have one loss that wasn't the person's fault but then we have two losses on the ship that seems to be the other person's fault so we'll we'll keep an eye on that speaking of Mimi she did not write in this week but I know she has a lot of things going on her plate so hopefully we can hear her thoughts on the next episode gonna wrap up the mailbag if you once again want to send any thoughts blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below like share subscribe and until next time Peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.